Dave, it says. So we're live somewhere. Uh, this is Stephen. Hello, Angelica. <coughs> Hello, Stephen. Thank you. For, thank you. Uh, we're going live today on Facebook events, and this is the first time we've done it. So we're interested in how it will work. We invited uh, Chris and Roland and John to join us uh, because we can. We're also live over on YouTube and on the website. Uh, a countdown clock is just to cover the fact that they connect at different speeds. If you're watching us live, please do say hello. We're going to start in 20 seconds, possibly. Okay. Oh, that's um, exciting, do... going via, via events. Mm. It is, yes, and it should work. Because you, you create the event and then when you broadcast, you actually broadcast to the event. So there's only one post, which is yeah. fast improvement on what it was. So I'm going to take this off now and say an official hello. Hello, <laughs> Angelica. Hello, Stephen. And I'm just trying to do something, which is... Okay. Uh, right, okay. We've just been out for a walk in the beautiful, glorious sunshine yeah. in Devizes, and the sun is still staying with it. It's like a, a summer's day, really, isn't it? Just yes. temperature's just a bit lower. <laughs> okay, so you know this is Ask Angelica Season 2, Episode 24, the letter W, Germans, Idioms and Tantrices. Angelica, would you like to explain? Yeah, it's actually Season 4, not 2. Right. <laughs> We've been going for quite a while. But yeah. yes, we've got tongue twisters and, it, no, actually, idioms and tongue twisters. Um, this time it's the letter W, although I have to say that very loosely. Um, I have got uh, one, two, three, four, five idioms where <laughs> at least one word has got the letter W. Um, it was not that easy this time. And uh, then I do have a nice tongue twister. And I actually say that generally this is a nice tongue twister and that's got lots of W's in it. Um, but just to really please Stephen, I also have a huge tongue twister with lots of W's. Um, if it's any consolation, Stephen, when you get to read it, even I'm struggling with it. It is like that one we had with the letter S. Okay, well, um, we'll see what happens. Um, and we'll come to both of us side by side in a second. I just want to make one adjustment. Uh, which is to do this so we look like we normally look and say hello to Chris. And Chris is saying hello from sunny but colder Belgium, Stephen Angelica. Yeah. Hello, Chris. Hi, welcome. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Hello, Brilliant. Chris. Okay. And welcome to the show. And this is Ask, Ask Angelica, German language tradition, idioms and tongue twisters, letter W, season 20, season four, 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 four. four, four. Not really. Uh, cool. <laughs> episode, sorry, I was episode 24. I'll actually read what's written in future. It might be a, a step forward. Okay, now <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I will attempt the phrase in German. Angelica will correct my pronunciation. Then we'll attempt a literal translation where we need your help. And after that, we'll get the English equivalent or close to. So, phrase number one. Wer nie sein Brot im Bette haas, weiß nicht, wie Krümel 
Pieken. Mhm. Wer nie sein Brot im Bett aß, weiß nicht, wie Krümel pieken. Actually, when I looked this up, I thought, I know this one. I've, we used to use this lots of times. And we always said Pieksen. Wer nie sein Brot im Bett aß, weiß nicht, wie Krümel pieksen. But apparently, Pieken is the official word, but a lot of people do say Pieksen. Doesn't make any difference to the word itself. But if any Germans ever watch this video and they're saying, she's got it wrong, it's not Pieken, it's Pieksen. I completely agree. Okay. Right. Uh, right. Hmm. It's obviously not going to make sense, is it? So I'm going to translate it as it reads. Uh, whoever has no bread in bed does not know how crumbs spread. Pretty close. It's pretty close. You missed out the verb. As. This is the imperfect tense of Essen. Okay. And I missed it out because I didn't know what it, I didn't have a clue what it was. Because <laughs> it, it's rarely used, isn't it? I mean, Essen. It isn't used very often, though. You're right. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, literal translation is uh, He who never ate his bread in bed knows not how crumbs can prick. Oh, I don't. I don't eat bread in bed, so I don't, I don't know either. No. Oh. Well, you wouldn't know, but uh, a lot of people do have breakfast in bread in bed, and if they have bread or toast or rolls or anything like this, we you know when we have our rolls, we yeah. always have little breadcrumbs left on the plate. We do. Now, That's if you're true. eating your bread in bed and they fall down, it's only then that you realise that they can actually be slightly painful yeah i can't think of, no we've never we don't do breakfast in bed no because one of us would have to get out of bed to actually make it and come back yeah exactly so you, you could do it in a hotel though you could have breakfast in bed in a hotel if you did room service i suppose right okay be as it might and our english equivalent and i've no idea we're about to find out uh is one must experience something to understand it properly Okay, I think well, that's just a definition rather than an English idiom. I don't think it is. Okay. Maybe English that. people don't do breakfast in bed. Okay. Phrase number two. Das ist weder Fisch noch Fleisch. Yeah. Das ist weder Fisch noch Fleisch. Uh, that's neither fish or meat. Nor meat, yeah. Okay, that's neither fish nor meat. That was straightforward. Yes, These German good, wasn't it? <laughs> These German lessons are paying off. <laughs> our, our equivalent, our equivalent is that's something half baked. So, oh wait a minute, that's neither fish or meat. So it's, it's yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So, uh, that's something half baked. Yeah. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a better saying, but it's a sort of. Like, if you're talking about food, it's something you look at this on this plate and you think, well, it's not fish, not meat. What is it? Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, now, Angelica and I, Roland, we're missing you. Angelica and I want to wish you a long and happy retirement and hope that on Friday, every other Friday, you can actually join us on Ask Angelica. 
He's probably yeah. too busy now. <laughs> he's too busy to doing all the things he always wanted to do, which I hope that's what he's doing. Yeah, he'd be walking along the canal and mm. going out and about with his mobile phone. Um, when der Berg nicht zum Propheten kommt, muss der Prophet wohl zum Berger kommen. Ja, wenn der Berg nicht zum Propheten kommt, muss der Prophet wohl zum Berge kommen. Hmm. Okay, and over to Chris. I just want some thinking space, Chris. Uh, a person who doesn't belong to a party. Um, I wonder if that's to the weder fish nor fleisch. I'm not sure. Right, okay. There might be a delay in everything coming yeah. through. So we'll we'll go back to that one in a minute. Um, thank you, Chris. So, oh, right. Okay, I'm going to go. When the mountain won't come to Muhammad, uh, Muhammad must go to the mountains. That's the English idiom, yeah. The literal translation would be, if the mountain won't come to the prophet, the prophet must go to the mountain. Right, okay. So yeah. I, I've, I've skipped a, beat, a bit. I've <laughs> actually gone straight on to. Uh, so literal translation, if the mountain won't come to the prophet, a prophet must go to the mountain. And the English equivalent is, which Next, I quoted a moment ago, if the mountain won't come to Muhammad, Muhammad must go to the mountain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, phrase number four. Remember, I don't see these before. Well, I do see them, but I don't actually check them out. Was dem einen seiner Euler ist dem anderen seiner Nachtigall. Yeah. Was dem einen seine Eule ist, dem anderen seine Nachtigall. Euler is an owl. Yeah. That I do remember that. So. Nachtigall. It's another bird. You might be able to guess what it is. Night flight. Well, think of a think of a. a English name for a bird that starts with night. Nightingale. Yeah. Oh. So uh, an owl is not another nightingale. Mm, not yeah. quite. Was dem einen seine Eule? It's it's a bit of a weird German, really, but it Ooh. sort of means what's one man's owl is another man's nightingale. Ah, right. Okay. So the literal translation is, what is one man's owl Yeah, uh, is another man's nightingale. Thank you. Can you okay. guess what the English equivalent is? No. Ah, there we are. One's, one man's meat is another man's poison. Okay. Yeah. There we are. Right, we're we fast approaching the tongue twister. <laughs> oh, we got one, one more. You're right. One, one phrase to go. And... Uh, Wer rastet, der rostet. Yeah. Wer rastet, der rostet. Probably would have been better doing that for the letter R instead of W. <laughs> In, well, it's possible. It could work. For, it works for both. Um, who? Whoever. I, I don't know. I don't know the verb rastet. Okay. Rasten is to rest and rosten is to go rusty. Is to go rusty, you know, like if you leave metal outside and it goes wet, and then eventually it goes rusty. 
Okay. So whoever stays still will rust. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's literal translation is who rests go rusty. And oh. We have an English think... equivalent for that one. I didn't a rolling stone gathers no moss. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Okay. Hmm. Right. Okay. Well, a rolling stone, and if you if you having a if you have a stone somewhere and nothing happens to it, eventually it will gather moss. Okay. Yeah, but if it rolls around, it doesn't. And we say if you rest, or if if you have metal outside and you just leave it there and nothing happens to it, you don't use it. Pair of scissors, you never use them, but they're lying outside with the rain mm. and everything else. They go rusty eventually. But if you keep on using them, they'll be fine. And Chris is saying uh, we have rust roist in Deutsch. Ah, in Dutch, uh -huh. yeah. So that's that's similar then, I guess. Okay, now this is the tongue twister. And this is the easy one. Once at the beginning, well, you when you say something's easy, it doesn't necessarily <laughs> follow. So what I'm going to do is they scroll through once. And then I shall attempt to read it. I want you to try and read it with me. So here we go. Can't change the speed, unfortunately. But that's not too bad. Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, we'll give it our best shot. <laughs> Coming around, right. Wer nichts weiß und weiß, dass er nichts weiß, weiß. Oh, this is not working. Let's just a minute. Let's just try this. Let's just try this. I don't know whether it will actually fit or not. It's probably going to break the system, but no, you okay. got it. Okay, well, that was fortunate. Uh, okay, so now we can actually see it all in one go. I'm going to have a crack at it. Wer nichts weiß und weiß, dass er nichts weiß, weiß mehr als der, mehr nichts weiß und nicht weiß, dass er nichts weiß. <laughs> I said this is easy. Wer nichts weiß und weiß, dass er nichts weiß, weiß mehr als der, der nichts weiß und nicht weiß, dass er nichts weiß. Okay. And there is an English equivalent which will make no sense whatsoever. But we'll actually, this one does. All right. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh wait a minute. I need to. Uh, no, no, I can't do that. Just a minute. I need to stop that. Stop. Because <laughs> we can actually see it on screen if I do that. Who doesn't know and knows they don't know and knows more than one who doesn't know and doesn't know they don't know. Okay. That does make sense. <laughs> Actually, it does make sense. Okay, right, I just need to make a change because uh, I'm not going to have them scrolling because that's too slow. Uh, so one change, and I need to change this one too. Okay, and update. Okay, now, uh, <laughs> as if one Tom Chester wasn't enough, there is a second one. So we can practice for a minute or less. And here, oh, wow. This is half of it, isn't it? <laughs> okay. 
wüssten Sie schon, dass wenn in Reden von Walzwirken und Walzwirken die Rede ist, es zu Irritationen beim Öre führt, dass es phonetisch nicht ganz leicht ist zu unterscheiden. Scheiden, unterscheiden, sorry. I always get that the wrong way around. Ob es sich um Walzwirken oder Walzwirken handhält, Gott sei Dank ist es um, yeah, I, we couldn't fit it in. I don't know what the ending no. is. Okay, I luckily I've got it on a little piece of paper here. Um, now let me see. Do you want me to start from the beginning again? We might, <laughs> Are you we doing might. it like this now? Yeah, <coughs> we, we should scroll. Yeah. So we've yeah. got Waldswerke und Waldzwerge. It is almost impossible to read that fast. Okay. So we almost as far as we got, da es phonetisch nicht ganz leicht ist, zu unterscheiden, ob es sich, es ist a nice speed actually, um Waldswerke oder Waldzwerge handelt. Gott sei Dank. Okay, over to you. Right. It's, oh, <laughs> oh, it's only showing that far. It's probably too long yeah. completely. Yeah, we've broken it. We, okay. We, it is too long. <laughs> we'll go for the next bit. This this will break as well. Oh, yeah, right. no, it's no, the same thing. Okay. okay, well, luckily I've got to... Oh, you're, you're getting away with this now, then. Because... Right. Well, because I can read you the whole thing because I've got it on a piece of paper in front of me. Is that not the whole thing? Hmm? No. Thank goodness. It also, yours goes to up to thank goodness. That's half of it. <laughs> okay, well, I'll do up to there. Did you know that when in speeches there's talk of rolling mills and forest dwarfs? It causes irritation for the listener because it's not easy to distinguish phonetically whether it's a matter of rolling mills or forest dwarfs. Yours. Yeah, so obviously that in English there's no problem, yeah, no. between rolling mills and forest dwarfs. Um, okay. If I just read the whole English bit, so did you know that when in speeches there is talk of rolling mills and forest dwarfs, it causes irritation for the listener because it is not easy to distinguish phonetically whether it's a matter of rolling mills or forest dwarfs. Thank goodness it is, however, relatively rare for a forest dwarf to visit a rolling mill or for rolling mills to be built in the vicinity of forest dwarfs. However, if a forest dwarf builds a rolling mill, it's a forest dwarf rolling mill. If he then also works in it, he, it is obviously a forest dwarf. So that is a nice little story, but you don't notice much of the differences between those words. Whereas in German, it's, and okay, I'll give it a go. Wussten Sie schon, dass wenn in Reden von Walzwerken und Waldzwergen die, Waldzwergen die Rede ist, es zu Irritationen beim Hörer führt, da es phonetisch nicht ganz leicht ist, zu unterscheiden, ob es sich um Walzwerke oder Waldzwerge handelt. Gott sei Dank ist es aber relativ selten, dass ein Waldzwerg ein Walzwerk besucht oder Walzwerke in der Umgebung von Waldzwerge erbaut werden. Wenn allerdings ein Walzwerk ein Walzwerk baut, handelt es sich demzufolge um ein Wald... Walzwerk-Walzwerk. 
Wenn dieser dann auch noch darin arbeitet, so ist das offensichtlich ein Walzwerk, Waldzwerg. Well done. Well done. While you catch your breath, I'll rewind. And then we'll go back to the beginning and we'll go back to phrase one. So you are watching Ask Angelica, German Language Tuition, Idioms and Tongue Twisters, Letter W, Season 4, Episode 24, which means we've got two letters to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and phrase number one will be read expertly in German by Angelica and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Wer nie sein Brot im Bette aß, weiß nicht, wie Krümel pieken. The literal translation is He who never ate his bread in bed knows not how crumbs can prick. And then we'll do this together if you want. I'm taking my cue from you. <laughs> One must you, experience something. One must experience something to understand it properly. We didn't, that didn't work. We'll try it again on the next <laughs> one. By the end of this, we'll actually get it so. As I need to do the tongue twister, I'll leave you to do all the English. How's that? Okay. Das ist weder Fisch noch Fleisch. Okay. Translation, literal. That's neither fish nor meat. And our English equivalent is, that is something half-baked. I actually prefer, that's neither fish nor meat. Mystery. Wenn der Berg nicht zum Propheten kommt, muss der Prophet wohl zum Berge kommen. Literal translation is, if the mountain won't come to the prophet, the prophet must go to the mountain. And the English equivalent, which I did quite naturally, so it's obviously very close. Uh, if the mountain won't come to Muhammad, Muhammad must go to the mountain. Okay, press four. Was dem einen seine Eule, ist dem anderen seine Nachtigall. The literal translation is... What is one man's owl is another man's nightingale, and uh, English equivalent, one man's meat is another man's poison. Next, phrase five. Er rastet, der rostet. And literal translation is, who rests goes rusty, and the English equivalent is a rolling stone now that gathers no moss. Now it's the bit that... Yeah, but that's why we go for walks. We don't want to gather moss, nor do we want to go rusty. We want to go, we want to stay fit, stay healthy. Yeah. So we do go for walks. Uh, okay, now you've got the full sentence. I can put part of it on screen and you just you just carry on. Yeah, no, the first one is fine. That was the, the short one. Wer nichts weiß und weiß, dass er nichts weiß, weiß mehr als der, der nichts weiß und nicht weiß, dass er nichts weiß. And... The literal translation, which I shall read, is who doesn't know and knows they don't know, knows more than one who doesn't know and doesn't know they don't know. Whew. <laughs> okay. Right, the next one, obviously, is, is sort of an essay rather than a... It a is, sentence. it is, really, yes. Okay. Wussten Sie schon, dass wenn in Reden von Walzwerken und Walzwergen die Rede ist, es zu Irritationen beim Hörer führt, da es phonetisch nicht ganz leicht ist zu unterscheiden, ob es sich um Waldzwerke, Walzwerke oder Waldzwerge handelt. Gott sei Dank ist es aber relativ selten, dass ein Waldzwerg ein Waldzwerg besucht oder Waldzwerke in der Umgebung der Waldzwerge erbaut werden. Wenn allerdings ein Waldzwerg ein Waldzwerg baut, handelt es sich demzufolge um ein Waldzwerg-Waldzwerg. Wenn dieser dann auch noch darin arbeitet, 
ist es dann offensichtlich ein Walzwerk, Walzwerk. Excellent. Well done. And in English, I'll start and then one gets, thank goodness. We'll stop. Okay. Uh, did you know that when in speeches there is talk of rolling mills and forest dwarf, it causes irritation for the listener because it's not easy to distinguish phonetically whether it's a matter of rolling mills or forest dwarfs? Thank goodness. And I've lost a bit where I am now. <laughs> It is, however, relatively rare for a forest dwarf to visit a rolling mill or for rolling mills to be built in the vicinity of forest dwarfs. However, if a forest dwarf builds a rolling mill, it is a forest dwarf rolling mill. If he then also works in it, it is obviously a rolling mill forest dwarf. Excellent. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. At the beginning, then, you have been watching. Ask Angelica, German language tuition, idioms and tongue twisters, Lesson W, Season 4, Episode 24. I'm Stephen Healy. I'm passing over to Angelica, Davy, and we're going to do something we haven't done for a while. Angelica, it's over to you to close the broadcast. Give me at least 30 seconds. <laughs> well, OK. Um, Stephen said we got two more episodes. Actually, we've only got one more episode because, sadly, there isn't anything with x and y so we've only got z now and we've got stephen here oh <laughs> right uh you've probably got an echo there yeah. as well i'll close the door okay we'll see you in two weeks time and we need the music to play us out but thanks for watching bye tschüss von mir und tschüss von stephen now he's got to walk for hours to get back to his office I'm back now. Take care, everybody. Bye for now. Bye. And that's a wrap. Okay. <laughs>